Okay, Google, play the Sideline Hustle podcast. Sure, the Sideline Hustle football podcast. Here's where you left off. What's going on, everybody? This is your host, Drew Lieberman. I'm slow packing. <laughs> Our days here are numbered. Even the way we've come up in the world. Think about it. Yeah. We've created the website ourselves. We've made this podcast ourselves. Like everything's been done just by us hustling. And you are now listening to the Sideline Hustle Podcast. We talk about doing the show. Yeah, yeah we, we laugh and we joke and we complain about how hard we work. But if we didn't love to coach, we wouldn't be doing it. I want the good guys in. Get them out of there. I want the good guys in. To me, I think we're broadcasting the day-to-day life of what college football is. From the sidelines, we gotta hustle cause we gotta eat. From the sidelines, we got some goals that we still gotta reach. What up, what up? This is Coach Leaves, and welcome to episode 43 of Coach Talk. Uh, Thursday, walkthrough day. Uh, we, had, we had a good day out there. It was focused. Uh, it was crisp, short. Um, you know, not a lot to go over at this point of the season. Um, just, just a few things versus you know Del Barton specific looks, and that's what Thursdays are for. Thursdays are, are not going to be a day where you know you're installing anything new, where you're throwing any looks that the players haven't seen yet. Like everything is review. It's like it's like the the last TA session before a test in college, or or the last time you can go home and study before an exam in, in high school. Uh, this this is just to clean everything up and and just to get your mind going through everything that you know you're going to need uh, to perform on Friday night. Um, for us, it's a little interesting today because it was dry out today, uh, but we're preparing. It's supposed to be pouring out tomorrow, and there's like a hundred percent chance of rain from like five p.m. to ten p.m. Uh, so it's it's a big deal. And we've we've kind of known this all week. The weather report has been that it's going to be heavy rain Friday all week. There's multiple. There's, there's a lot of games around the state that have been rescheduled due to inclement weather, which which is bizarre to all of us because I've never heard of football being postponed for in, inclement weather or rescheduled other than lightning. Uh, which is crazy, and it just shows kind of the difference in generation. We were talking about that as coaches today. Like, have you have you ever seen football getting canceled so often because of rain? Like, usually you just you just play it out and, and you deal with the elements. It's that's part of the game. Uh, but for us, you know, we're not canceling the game. Obviously, we're playing Friday night, 7 p.m. as scheduled. Um, and you know, it, it's going to be a factor for us, especially you know for me and my players at wide receiver. Rain is a huge factor quarterbacks receivers rain is a huge factor and I played quarterback in high school played quarterback in college and I was one who just who hated the rain I was never good at throwing in the rain uh you know I, I never felt like I had a good grip on the ball I never felt like I could really spin it and and, and gets a good tight spin on it always throwing like kind of wobbly ducks not as not uh, not as much zip behind it uh not as much confidence in myself which was probably the the biggest factor in all of it for me in the rain it was just a huge distraction for me mentally where like I never really felt like I could lock in and believe in myself to the to the to the level I did when it was you know better weather for whatever reason it was a mental block physically I, I wouldn't throw it as well and and rain was a factor for me as a player uh, for receivers it's a little different and, and and I guess to go back as a quarterback I feel like you either have it or you don't I, I don't you have, you can practice throwing balls in the rain you know like we'll take out a bucket and dip balls in 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 a bucket and then you know practice throwing wet balls but. You know, I think I think as a quarterback, either it's something that you're you've overcome and you're able to deal with, and and you get pretty good at throwing the rain, or you don't. Um, and at least for me, I, I never found a solution. And I, from what I've talking to other quarterbacks, it's kind of similar. Guys either hate the rain or they don't mind it, one or the other. I don't think anyone really likes it, but either you can play through it or you despise it. 
uh, for receivers now, you know, it's it's not as much of an effect. Like, you're not handling the ball every play. You don't have to throw the ball accurately. But it does obviously have a big effect in your ability to catch the football. Um, and the big debate for us and for receivers is do you wear gloves or not wear gloves in the rain? Um, and kind of full circle with all the sideline hustle sponsorships and everything, supposedly the newest Cutters gloves uh, work in the rain. I don't have, I don't know if that's proven. This is by no means an ad for Cutters because I've seen no proof that it works. Uh, you know, we had one kid had a pair of the new Cutters yesterday and we got them all wet and caught some footballs. He felt okay with it, but that's, that's not the same as catching a soaking wet football when it's raining on you all the time. Uh, so, so interestingly enough, uh, Cutter sent me, you know, like 30 pairs of gloves to do the glove giveaway that we've been doing on Instagram for the wide receiver challenges. I have six pairs left and I have six varsity receivers who play. So it's working out well where, where I've just as just enough pairs left. We're going to, we're going to break them out during pregame warmups and see if, if they really work. If everyone feels like they have more grip on the ball and it's helping them catch the football, then we'll wear them. Uh, but if not, then, then most kids are going to go barehanded uh, and go without gloves. I haven't heard like, like Nike gloves, Adidas gloves, Under Armour gloves. I haven't heard of any other gloves working in the rain. Most, most receivers I've ever met hate wearing gloves in the rain because it just makes everything more slippery. It's, it's like it, the, the gloves are, you know, the, 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 the sticky side of it is water repellent. So it's not soaking anything up. It's just, it's just slick and it doesn't help you catch the football at all. Um, Supposedly cutters are different. You know, we'll see. I'll update you guys next week whether or not cutters claims on the packaging that it's it's it can be used in the rain. It excels in the rain. I've never seen a video proving this. I've never heard of players proving this. So we will be the guinea pigs during pregame to see if if we're comfortable wearing these gloves or not. Uh, if not, like I said, you know, everyone will be without gloves. But the big thing and something I've been preaching all week, really for the last two weeks, the bye week as well. Is, is you really got to be great with your eyes at receiver when it's wet. Because because the minute you kind of look before you catch the ball, maybe when it's dry, the ball still sticks to your hands and you make the catch. But if your eyes aren't aren't exaggerated and you're not extremely focused on attaching your eyes to the football in the rain, you're going to drop some balls. Uh, we played at Gonzaga uh, earlier in the season, week two. Uh, lost 37-7. to seven. It was a wet, rainy day that day. Um, and we dropped two balls like that. We, we dropped two balls. One was like a body ball. It was kind of behind him. He should have caught it. I don't think that had anything to do with the rain. But the other, the other one, you know, was, was an inside slant. And he, the kid told me that he was like, oh, I hate catching wet balls. So he didn't have his hands out front. Uh, he flipped his hands like basket catch it when he shouldn't have um, and ended up dropping the ball. And it was similar to me at quarterback. It was a mental block for him. I don't think it, physically the ball was too wet to catch. He just wasn't catching the ball naturally because he was thinking about the rain, not just thinking about doing his job. So rain, rain's a big time factor for players. And, you know, it's, it's a physical element in the sense that, you know, if you're playing on grass, your footing will be will be lesser. So that that makes it very hard for defensive backs. They have to react to, to you know, to routes and to receivers and, and they have to stop on a dime. And if it's muddy, it's hard. We're playing on turf tomorrow, so that won't be a factor. But quarterbacks, receivers, like it's, it's a big deal. Um, especially, you know, rain is generally associated with wind. So the pass game in general almost always suffers in the rain. Um, so, you know, that, that it's a, and then that becomes a factor now, you know, kind of bring it all together. Now that becomes a factor for coaches. Uh, you know, you have to kind of have a game plan. Let's say you're going to a game where there might be rain, might not be rain. At times you're going to have a slightly different mindset about how you're going to call plays, 
you know, based on the weather, you, especially, and a lot of that depends on your quarterback. If you have a quarterback who, who rips it in the rain and lets it lets it rip and is fine, you know, you're not that worried. You're gonna you're gonna throw the ball like you normally would. But but if you don't have a quarterback that you're super confident in, um, you don't have an offense that you're super confident in throwing the ball in the rain. Well, you better have some extra run plays or some different looks or or a plan to run the ball 10, 20 times more than you originally thought you would. Um, and, and you better think be thinking of that beforehand and not be caught off guard. Another factor for coaches is just dressing appropriately. And this kind of goes back to the to the uh, coaching coaches fashion episode. But when it's raining, like tomorrow's going to be like 38 degrees and rainy. So for me, the last thing I can allow to happen is to underdress and let the weather be a distraction for me during the game. Like I, I can't at any point catch myself being low energy or catch myself, you know, shivering and not coaching the guys and not locked into the game because I was foolish enough not to wear enough layers. Like you, you need to dress extra as a coach when it's bad weather. I, I don't, I don't believe there's any any such thing as like being tough, you know, in in weather as a coach to try to prove something or try to like screw that. Make sure that you're warm. Make sure that you're comfortable so that you can give these kids everything and be totally locked into the game. Uh, that that's essential. So it's something for me where you know I'm, I'm I've been blessed that, that at my previous coaching stops we've gotten a lot of great rain gear. I have these Nike boots, these Nike rain boots that I got at Rutgers that are incredible. I'll be able to wear those on the sideline. Got these great uh, rainproof pants from Wesleyan. So I, I'm lucky enough that I've collected some really top notch rain gear from some different stops, and, and I plan on being you know well dressed. We just got some winter jackets in that that the AD at Bosco ordered for us. Uh, so, so as coaches, we should be prepared for the elements in the sense that, you know, there's not going to be anyone out there shivering, anyone out there sopping wet underneath their, their jackets to the point where, you know, they're having a miserable time and they can't focus on the game. Uh, but, but you know, it is interesting. We as coaches need to prepare for the rain the same way that players do. Uh, and, and it's just a different process of, of, you know, getting your mind mentally ready, whether it's a coach, you know, figuring out what plays he wants to call and kind of coming up with a different game plan. Or if you're a player, you know, just, just blocking out the rain and, and accepting the fact that rain is going to be there and talking to yourself constantly the days before about how it's not going to be a factor, visualizing yourself catching the ball in the rain, making great throws in the rain. And then, you know, that all that stuff is proven to help you, you know, help you when the rain is there and you got to make a throw or make a catch does that mean it'll be 100 percent? no will we drop some balls is there a chance we'll drop some balls friday night or, or miss some throws all those things like sure like like that's a part of playing in the rain but you know i'll be damned if if we if we finish this game and, and we're using the rain as an excuse as players or coaches so it's a big deal for us it's something we're well prepared for um, and, and we got to go out there despite any elements. They got to deal with the elements too. We got to go put on our best performance and rock and, and earn earn to live another day. Because because you know, like I told you, it's nut cutting time right now, and, and we ain't allowed to make mistakes. Because one mistake could cost us this season, and, and we've worked way too hard for our season to end right now. And, and a video one of my players showed us yesterday. Uh, we didn't come this far to come this far. William Hollis said that. We didn't come this far for it to end right now. You know what I'm saying? We didn't come this far to come this far. I think it's a great quote and kind of the mindset of the week. Uh, but that's all I got. Coach Leaves, episode 43 of Coach Talk. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Peace. Reach. Brother, let me get this thing straight. Can't just be another random rapper with a mixtape. I just went and put another beat inside a pine box. I just went and took another trip way out to Biscayne. I love Miami because they always treat me so well. They used to see me nowhere. I used to pull them by saying I run for the team. Now they running their hands through my head. Yeah, they used to never want to see my town. I-, I-, I got them coming to the east side now. Where they at? In the city where I reside now. When they move a little weight, let the D line. Now, running track or running back. 
Gotta keep it moving, never running back. Never. We running the game and they running laps. That's another story for another track. See, from the sidelines, we gotta hustle, cause we gotta eat. From the sidelines, we got some goals that we still gotta reach. Yeah. Reach. Yeah. Stop. Stop.